$23 by the end of 2011, before the venture funds took their fees and cut of the proceeds, for an annual return of close to 19%. Venture investments in healthcare and retail had an annual return of 10% over this period, again before the fees, while a similar investment in the bedraggled other category, which includes energy, transportation, and many other areas, returned only 6%. Once the venture capitalist's annual fees, which typically run about 2% of the capital under management, and profit share, 20% or more of the capital gains, are factored in, the performance difference would be even bigger. This seeming limitation of the venture capitalist's pixie dust only serves to concentrate their efforts further. Groups specializing in computers and telecommunications have had superior returns, which has allowed them to garner more money. Others struggle, disappear, or reinvent themselves as mainstream investors in popular categories. The Boom and Bust Cycle A second critical limitation is that the venture market is extraordinarily uneven, moving from feasts to famine and back again. Consider the tremendous surge in funding for biofuels, peaking in 2006, and again in social media companies during the last two years. During booms, unjustified exuberance rules— a common phenomenon is known as money-chasing deals. As more money flows into funds from institutional and individual investors, venture capitalists are willing to invest in ever-riskier deals, and often on worse terms. The share of first-round venture dollars going to seed-stage companies, those whose prospects are least certain, has varied from a low of 24% in 1995 to a high of 58% in 2001. What about today? The percentage has climbed again, reaching 61% in 2011. Moreover, this risk-taking is not rewarded. Returns in boom years such as 2000 are among the lowest seen in any period. Cycles in the venture industry stem largely from the behavior of funds themselves. During hot markets, inexperienced groups raise capital, often from unseasoned investors who are attracted by the excitement, not appreciating that first-time funds often show weaker performance, particularly in hot markets. Name-brand groups, too, often take advantage of exuberant markets to raise money aggressively, perhaps because partners' compensation is driven by fees on capital under management. As venture groups grow, they increase the capital that each partner is responsible for and broaden the range of industries in which each invests. In other words, what starts as a trickle ends as a torrent. Ultimately, the expansion proves unsustainable as investment returns fall. Then the cycle repeats itself all over again. Whatever the precise mechanisms behind the boom-and-bust cycle, its impact on innovation is worrisome. For instance, during the deep venture trough of the 1970s, no venture capital funds at all were invested in the United States in 1975. Many companies that sought to pioneer personal computing languished unfunded. Ultimately, these technologies surfaced with revolutionary impact in the 1980s, but their emergence might have been accelerated had the venture market not been in such a deep funk. It is hard not to feel that many long-term, expensive investment areas, such as cleantech, manufacturing, and biotech, are in exactly such a trough today. The overfunding of startup firms during booms carries its own negatives— Examples include the frenzy surrounding B2B and B2C internet companies in the late 1990s. The result is waste. Multiple companies pursue the same opportunity, each often more marginal than the last. 
the initial market leader's staff is poached by the Me Too followers, disrupting the progress of the firm with the best chance of success. Moreover, once the overfunding subsides, the firms that still survive struggle to attract funding in an atmosphere that is now often poisonous. Mercurial Public Markets So when do booms turn to busts? Venture capitalists depend critically on acquisitions and the public stock markets to help them exit their investments and return capital to their investors. But the public markets are fickle. During the past decade, soaring enthusiasm for clean tech in 2006-07 and social media in 2010-12 each time abruptly subsided, leaving the portfolios of venture capitalists and stock investors in shambles. Ironically, busts may promote innovation precisely because they frustrate venture capitalists' efforts to exit their investments. A myriad of accounts and studies have suggested...